Welcome back, everybody. Welcome to another episode of Ramblin' Radio, episode number 77. Hopefully, you're enjoying these and having a great week as well. We're back in the office. If you're watching this on YouTube, it's the same damn setup every time. I hope this isn't getting, like, old to look at. Um, I feel like we've been just posting episodes at the same spot, the same location. Nothing else is happening. Um... So hopefully you're not getting sick of it. I've just I've just been on a roll. There's been topics that I just want to discuss. It sounds like you guys are benefiting from it uh, a lot, and um, we actually have a, a guest episode coming out very soon. We're we're interviewing this person this week, um, so that that will be coming out soon, and we'll we'll get some more guests. But I've just been on a roll with these topics and I want to, I want to keep talking about them. We got a great episode today, something that's really important, uh, a message that needs to be shared a lot more. Um, something that I don't think is talked about a lot. Uh, but before we dive into it, let's give a little shout out to our five star reviews. Let's see what, let's see what's on deck right now. We got this person Sitao. Sitow with an exclamation point. They said, somebody suggested this podcast to me when I was in a class project and I'm really liking it. I plan on doing freelance, a, a freelance career with web development in the near future. And I find that these principles and topics being discussed still apply here for 2021. This is definitely going to be a staple in my career. That is, that is exactly what I want to hear. That, that is music to my ears. You know, this podcast is for any type of creative and it's really for anybody like the stuff that we're talking about. I'm sure you realize that now all these little mindsets, hacks and things and how to produce your best work and all that. It's really for everybody at the end of the day. Uh, but you, us creative types, we do share common struggles that I like to speak to, um, more so than, than other topics. And we got another one today that's really going to be beneficial. So keep on listening. Uh, one last announcement, Ready, set, launch. I've been talking about it. If you guys want to create and launch a digital product and build a revenue stream that's sustainable, that's consistent, that makes an impact on you financially as well as your future customers and your audience, you're definitely going to want to get in on this thing. I've been talking about it for the past week or, or two weeks. Um, there's nothing like this out there, especially at the price point. The price point, I'm literally giving it, this shit away for free for what's inside. And the reason why I'm doing it and something that we're going to be going over in Ready, Set, Launch is because this is a brand new program and I need to get good testimonials. I want to see you guys succeed and I want to get those success stories from you because it makes it easier to sell to people that don't really know who I am, what I'm about, etc. And it makes it easier to prove that this product is going to give you results. So that's why it's half off. Otherwise I would never discount it. And I would never recommend you discount your products, your services, client work, digital products, whatever. Um, there's a few, there's like a couple of rare occasions that I would recommend doing it. And this is one of them. So if you've ever wanted to work with me, this is your easiest opportunity to do that. And we are going to be working together on coming up with a product that people are actually going to buy proving that people will buy that product before you spend and waste all this time making it. That's what I'm all about is getting money in your pocket as fast as possible and not wasting time on the what if. Just putting in the work, putting in the action. All you need to do to make this work 
is to believe in yourself that you will see this through. That's all you need. Everything else I will take care of and this program will take care of. The formulas for, for creating and launching it, I will take care of that. The community aspect, I will take care of that. There will be a bunch of like-minded people in this program, a nice small group of creatives that will keep you accountable. That's number three, accountability. So we've got launch formulas. We've got proving that our product will actually sell, creating demand for it, what that whole process looks like, maximizing your revenue before and after your launch, those strategies. You're going to learn everything that you need to know, essentially. Then you need the accountability to keep you on track so you hit your deadlines. Number three, you need the community. You need the support because it's not going to be all sunshine and rainbows all the time. You're going to have self-doubts. But the last thing that I can't help help you with, unfortunately, is betting on yourself. Every single time you need to make a decision as a creative entrepreneur, you are betting on yourself. You get used to it. It's hard in the beginning to bet on yourself because you don't know what you're capable of. You just, you just don't know. You, you, you might have some confidence. Maybe you're naive. Being naive actually helps. I was naive when I started and it's the, it's the reason why I'm here right now is because I was a little bit of a little bit naive. I didn't know what the hell I was getting myself into. If I knew exactly what I was getting myself into now, man, I don't, I don't know. I think it would be a lot hard, much harder to get started. Um, and, 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 and yeah, it, it, it just helps to be a little, a little bit naive if, if you know what I mean. Um, uh, but the one thing I can't help you with is, is that bet on yourself. You have to believe in yourself to some degree, but more importantly, seeing it through being committed, a hundred percent committed, not 99, not 98, a hundred percent committed to see it through and do it again and then do it again and do it again. And you're going to see some incredible results. And I'm very excited for the people that have already joined. We've got a great group so far. We've got a handful of spots left. And there's only, I think, when this comes out, I don't, I don't know exactly when. The, I'm hoping this comes out Monday. Maybe it comes out Tuesday. But we got about 48 hours left. And then, and then that's it. This is your last chance. So get inside. You can click the link in the show notes, very first link, or go to uh, slash ready, set, launch. And that's it. I'll see you inside and we'll get, we'll get started working together and I'm very excited. So that's it. That's, that's my, those are my announcements. Um, let's get into the podcast. So I have had the pleasure of being a guest. I was a guest on like four podcasts last week. My voice was gone and I was also recording some content for the ready, set launch program. So my voice was just destroyed, but I love being guests on other people's podcasts because I, it's fun and I get like connecting with other people. And, um, it, it's also, it may, it allows me to reflect on the things that I've done, the struggles that I've gone through. You know, sometimes you forget those things as you continue progressing. Um, that's why it's so important to reflect. And, and one of the things that I reflected on, and I'm not sure if I've talked about this on the podcast. I think I mentioned it once, but it was the story on moving to Los Angeles. I'm not sure if you knew this. So I had moved from my my parents' house to a Chicago apartment. I, I wasn't quite ready to make the leap to Los Angeles or 
uh, New York or or whatever, make a huge move. I was like, okay, let's just let's just do this in like baby steps, you know. Let's not go nuts right away. Still a little bit scared, still a little, uh, you know, a little sheltered still. And um, and so I got a really nice apartment, and I got an apartment that um, I didn't know if I could afford. You know, I was making good money, but as a freelancer, you know, my income was like a roller coaster. It was up, it was down. Some months I'd make a very little. Some months I would. I would make bank and feel like on top of the world, you know what I mean? So I didn't know. And, 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 you know, this was when I was doing some work for Lewis house and he was really the person that was like, you got to get the hell out of your parents' house immediately. You're way too comfortable. You're never going to progress. Um, blah, blah, blah. Cause I had asked him the question, you know, how do I, how do I get to the next level? Such a generic question, but I got the answer that I needed. And that was, you got to get the hell out of your parents' house. And I knew that deep down, but I I needed someone like him, someone at that level that I was trying to get to one day to tell me that's what I needed. Sometimes you need that outer, outer voice, right? So I got out of there, got an apartment that scared me, got something that made me have to grow into it. And long story short, I was, I was doing the damn thing. I was doing exactly what I needed to. My mindset had completely shifted. You know, that's another thing. When you put yourself in these uncomfortable situations, your brain starts thinking differently. These are things that aren't tangible. These are things that are not necessarily logical, right? Um, but they're real things at the end of the day. And and we're going to be talking about that later in this podcast, of what these non-tangible things are that's important to your growth, right? So um, my brain's thinking differently. I'm seeing different opportunities. I'm taking advantage of other opportunities. I'm like, yeah, let's connect. Yeah, let's do this. Let's do this. Yeah, that, you know, because it's it's really like do or die at this point. Not really, but I was trying to create that where it's like, hey, I have to do this. I don't have a choice. When I was living it with my parents, I had a choice. I had a nice comfy bed. I didn't have bills. Um, you don't have to, your brain doesn't have to work in that way. Um, because you, you're good. You're, you're set, right? There's, there's no growth needed. Um, so I'm thinking differently, blah, blah, blah. I'm doing really well. Um, seven months into my lease, uh, Wix and I, we move in, uh, if you don't know, Wix is my girlfriend. Um, we move in together. And I forgot whose idea it was. It was it was her idea initially. She she needed a change, and we didn't have like our friends. Her friends were were in Chicago. My friends were all moving like in different areas across the country. So I, I didn't really have my close group anymore. Um, there was really nothing holding me there. I was traveling a lot to Los Angeles. I was traveling all over the world for client work and different things. I rarely had projects in Chicago. That's just the way it happened. Not saying Chicago is a bad city for, for video clients. That's not the case at all. It's an amazing city for video clients, but just the clients that I had, I was always traveling to different locations. So I didn't feel tied down to Chicago. And she was like, let's, let's, let's check out Los Angeles. And I've always wanted to move to LA always. Um, my brother moved there when he was 27 and he's 11 years older than I am. So he's, he's, um, 
that that was a while ago when when he moved. I was like I, I was sixteen when he moved to L.A. Um, and at the time that we were talking about this, I was twenty three, I think, something like that. So it, it had been a while. So I've always wanted. I always had that idea, like ooh, L.A. Like I've always wanted to go there and maybe move there one day. And so I had a decision to make. Um, a lot of my clients were in L.A., but more importantly, at this at this period of time more importantly than just clients, the people that were doing what I wanted to be doing were in LA. And as you know, proximity is power. If you get close to people and you spend enough time with them and you're surrounded by them, that is going to rub off on you. And you're going to be able to grow a lot faster when you are in proximity with people that are doing what you want to be doing, right? It's one of the best strategies. If you can even call it a strategy, it's just the best thing you could do for yourself. And so it just, it made a lot of sense. The problem was I was locked in to an 18 month lease and we were on month seven. So we had 13 months to go. I wait, if my math is correct. Yeah. 18, 11 months, 11 months to go, not 13. Math's not my strong suit. 11 months to go, um, basically a year left in the lease and in order to, break the lease, I had to pay more than three times the rent, you know, security deposit gone, you know, like it was, it was a lot of money, especially at that time. I'm like, holy crap. Uh, this is going to hurt me. (laughs) And it was a scary period of time. Um, but this is what I want to talk about. I had a decision to make. Someone can easily look at this situation and be like, hmm, four times the rent, three three to four times the rent, gone. That money is disappearing. It's a, I'm basically taking that money and I'm throwing and burning it, right? Someone can look at that and be like, that's the dumbest thing you could possibly do. I'm not going to do that. And I'm going to save my money and just wait. It's only, it's only 11 more months. I am, I'm still going to progress. I'm still going to you know, I'm still going to do my client work and things like that. And I'll just wait 11 months. Or you could look at it and see what could I accomplish in 11 months if I make the move to LA and start working with these people right now and not delayed that what would happen? And again, you have to bet on yourself, you have to believe that you will do Whatever you can, you'll do what is necessary to learn the things that you need to learn to progress the in what you need to progress in, etc. So it was kind of like, do I spend ten grand or whatever? Do I spend ten grand now and basically throw it out the window to bet on myself to learn how to make ten grand not feel that substantial anymore? Do I spend that 10 grand to make a hundred grand back? If that was a if that if that if that was a fact, if you knew that you were gonna get a hundred grand back after you spent 10 grand, that's that's 90 grand in your pocket. Anybody would do that. But because it's not for certain, people are like, whoa, hold up, like that's that's not logical. That's not that's not a smart move. 
So this is what I like to call opportunity cost. And it's opportunity cost is an economic term. I'm not big into economics, but why the reason why I like it is because in, in the most simplest terms possible, it's a loss that you take. It's a step backward that you take in order to make two steps forward. In order to make a significant gain, you have to take a loss. And it all comes down to perspective. How do you look at a certain situation? Like I said, you can look at it and be like, oh, I'm out 10 grand or seven grand or 12, whatever, whatever the, the price was. I'm out this money and I don't know if I'm gonna make it back. Or you could be like, I'm going to spend this money and it's going to be an investment so that I can start getting the results that I want to get right now and not just delay. I don't want to delay my happiness. I don't want to delay my business goals. I don't want to delay the life that I want to live. I want to start living my life right now and I want to do this stuff now. I want to get it now. I want to take advantage of it now. And um, I think... The, a lot of situations, we make decisions that end up just pushing our goals away, that delay our goals. And we don't take that uncomfortable chance in ourselves to go for it, right? Anytime somebody's successful, any time that somebody has a really thriving business, there was a moment where they had to take a chance and bet on themselves. And not just once, it's multiple times. But sometimes you have a bigger one than... Um, than your other ones, right? So this is opportunity cost. Where in your life can you start making decisions that you take a step backward to take two steps forward? Another great example of this, and we've talked about it plenty of times on this podcast, is, is hiring, right? Hiring, if you want to go fast right now in your business, do it alone. But you're going to hit a ceiling and you're never going to be able to get past that ceiling. If you don't, if you're, if you're okay with slowing down for a period of time, not a, not a long period of time, a, a short period of time, if you're willing to take that step backward and slow down to then move 10 times as fast later, that's what hiring does. You got to slow down in order to speed up. That's an opportunity cost. It's not tangible, right? Is this making sense? So that was the decision that I had to make. Long story short, I, I, I ended up eating the cash. It's a little, little bit more than three times the rent. And then I lost the security deposit. So it really, it's like four times the rent, right? And I moved to LA. And guess what happened? Not only did I do what I set out to do, because I didn't give myself a plan B. It was only plan A. It was only, I put, my back was up against the wall. All I could move was forward. And I figured it out. And I got close to the people that I wanted to get close with. And now I've got a business that is doing what I wanted, what I wanted to be doing. I'm here. We're here. We're talking. We're doing this. We're in LA. We're here. Woo. And I'm not saying LA is uh, the end all be all. It's not. In fact, most people are moving out of LA. We, Wix and I want to move out of LA. Um, not right now, but I think this place that we're staying in, the place that you see right here, I think this is our last place in LA. I'm saying that right now. I, I, don't, I, don't, I don't know what we're going to do when it's time to find that place and really settle down, 
you know, maybe start talking, having, having that kid conversation. Right. <laughs> um, I think what we're going to do is when we do move, I think we're going to travel for a year and, um, put our stuff in like a storage unit, travel for a year, go live in different places for a month, go live in Paris for a month, go live in Japan for a month. Um, I really, I really want to do that. And then after a year, we're going to go probably get a house somewhere and, and, uh, and do the damn thing. Um, so my point in saying that is LA is not the end all be all. It's all about who is, who is there. It could be Nashville, could be New York, could be, could be Chicago, could be, um, Austin, Texas. It, it, It could be anywhere, right? It's just, it's just about the people and, and, and the possibilities that are there. You know, you can, you can literally make amazing money in a cornfield and bumblefuck Iowa and, and just crush. But if you're there alone and you're doing it by yourself, that's not, that's not going to help you. It's not going to help you mentally. It's not going to help you financially. You know, you're going to hit a certain ceiling, right? It's about the community. It's about the people that are there and it's about the people that are doing what you want to be doing and how can you grow with them? How can, how can you elevate them and how can they elevate you? It's that value exchange, right? So it doesn't matter. LA, New York, Nashville, Texas, Chicago, uh, Florida, whatever. It doesn't matter. Um, I, I have to say that because I get DMs and questions all the time. Like, why do you, you know, you don't have to move to LA. Why do you always promote LA? I'm not promoting LA. I live here. And the reason why I moved here was for the people that I knew that I wanted to be surrounded with. That's it. That's it. It's not LA, although I love LA, LA, the culture, the people, um, you know, there's just so many things to do here. The restaurants, the, the skiing, the, the, the ocean, the beaches. I mean, it's not a bad place to, to be. Um, we can get into all the homelessness and the taxes and we can get into that too. It's not, that's not great. Believe me. Um, and we're not going to be here forever and we're not going to be here forever, but anyways, that's what I want to talk about with opportunity costs. So we're here, we moved here and it was because I, I had a bet on myself. So ask yourself, what, where are you not betting on yourself? Where are you skimping out on taking that step backward to take two steps forward? How can you get out of reaction mode? Slow down, stop, pause, ask yourself, what, what is it that you really need to do? And you know, deep down that you need to do it, you know it, but you're hesitating. You're not doing it for some reason. Most of the time, it's because it's freaking scary and it's unknown. You don't know if, if you're going to quote unquote make it or not. But I promise you, if you do and you just commit, you just commit. You don't throw in the towel. You will figure it out. You'll be fine. You'll be totally fine. So that's opportunity cost that changed my life. Maybe it'll change yours. It, it will change yours. Now I want to talk about investing. And not necessarily what you might think, but I want to talk about investing in your present self or investing in your future self. And what, what, what the hell does that mean? I don't mean just financial investments. I mean investments in activities, tasks, projects that you have going on for work, um, day-to-day things, activities that you do on the weekends. Everything that you do 
can be considered some type of investment. And I think you need both. I think you need an investment for your present self and an investment for your future self. And there's a time where you shouldn't do one or the other. So what is, what? first of all, what am I, what am I talking about here? What I'm talking about is when you make an investment to your present self, you are filling your cup up in some way that's not totally tangible, but it's just the way that it makes you feel, makes you feel good. Can you create your best work when you feel like shit? No. Can you create your best work when you feel depressed? Mm, Probably not, unless it's maybe a story and you're getting in touch with your emotions. But can you execute that project the whole time feeling depressed? I don't know. Maybe Maybe that's a bad example. But most of the time, I'm just going to say, no, when you're depressed as shit, you probably want to curl up in a ball and be left alone. You don't want to go and put yourself out there and produce your work, right? So present self investments is how can I fill my cup up now? How can I fill up my energy? How can I give joy to myself right now? How can I enjoy the journey right now? How can I put myself in a creative environment right now? These are present day, present you investments. And just to give you some examples, it could be a car. It could be a massage. It could be going to eat out. It could be buying yourself new clothes. It could be a, uh, it could just be working out, right? And there's some that are future and present, in my opinion, my, in my experience. The gym is one of them. I'll talk about it in a little bit. But what are, what are these things doing? I have a car. I've, I drive an Audi S3. And with this investment that I made, I made sure that I could buy it twice, right? I'm not buying something that I can't afford. But I'm also not getting something that doesn't make any sense. Like for me to buy my, 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 my dream car right now, this might even change, but I'm I'm just so madly in love. Is a Porsche 911 uh, Turbo S. Porsche 911 Turbo S. That's that's the dream car. Does it make sense for me to invest in that right now? Could I buy that right now? Could I could I lease that out right now? Yes, I could. I could totally do that. Does that make sense when I am looking for a copywriter? and I am looking for people to hire, and I am looking to educate myself and put myself in a room of other people that cost money, masterminds, things like that to improve my business? Does it make sense to invest in that or invest in those other things that are going to allow me to buy 10 911 Turbo S's? You know what I mean? So you really have to get in touch with with what the hell makes makes sense here. So I I drive it. I I love my car. I absolutely love my car. It's not a financial burden whatsoever, and and it gives me joy every time I step into that car. It gives me absolute joy, and I love driving. I'm a car person. I like driving a nice car. It makes me feel good. It makes me feel elevated, and all of those emotions and feelings and filling up my cup. And having that feeling every time I get into my car, knowing that I have that car allows me to produce better work. It allows me to do this, talking to you right now, 
It allows me to do the things that produce revenue in my life because I feel I feel good. Okay, G- getting a massage, same thing. You know, yeah, it costs like a hundred bucks or ninety bucks or forty bucks or whatever kind of massage you're getting. Get one in Vegas. I think Vegas at the at the at the win. I think we. I ended up getting one uh, with Wix when we went there. It's just like a special treat. I think it was like $650 for the both of us. It was some crazy ass shit. Um, but I mean, that, that was like a once, that's <laughs> like a once a year type of, type of deal. Uh, I, don't, I don't really do that, but it was, it was freaking amazing. But anyways, that's besides the point. Point is getting a massage makes you, it fills your cup up, makes you feel good. makes you feel elevated. Um, eating out. That's another one. Um, getting food with people, you know, hanging out with it's You don't have to spend a bunch of money, but you're spending money and it's not a future investment. It's right now. This feels good. Now I'm spending good time with people. Now I'm eating good food. That feels good, right? Getting new clothes. I'm, I'm wearing this all saints t-shirt, this all saints t-shirt. It's a t-shirt. And yet, I, I could go get a, a another T-shirt from Hanes. It's not the same, believe me. It's not the same. But this makes me feel elevated. It makes me feel good. I don't I don't spend a crazy amount of money on clothes. I never have. But the 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 way that I do clothes these days is I don't buy clothes often. But when I do, I get pieces that I know I want to have for a long time. I don't just get a bunch of like random shit. And then end up tossing it, you know, a year later. I used to do that. I don't do that anymore. Now I get high quality stuff that I really like, but I don't do it often. I get a couple pieces here and there, and that's about it. And of course, you you have your pieces that, um, you know, just like random shirts to sleep in, to work out in, things like that. Like, yeah, of course. But for the most part, it's those staples. It's those elevated pieces that I like. Sometimes it's the designer brand. Sometimes it's not a designer brand at all. Um but anyways, that's not, not that's not the point. The point is, does it make you feel elevated? Does it make you feel good? Does it bring your the version of you out that you need to be to get the results that you're looking for? Right? And if it does, then it does. If it doesn't, it does. This is just because a t-shirt or a pair of shoes or Lulu pants or a Lulu hat or a, a nice car. Um, just because that does it for me doesn't mean it's going to do it for you. You have your own shtick. And then to feel like you have to downplay it is one of the biggest, that stuff really, it really bothers me. If people want a certain thing because it makes them feel good, don't judge that person. They want it. If they're buying it and they can't afford it, that's something different. Again, don't judge them. But We're talking things that you can afford. We're talking things that make you feel good. Makes no sense to judge somebody because we all have different things that make us feel good. Okay. So that's present day stuff. And and then working out, things like that, working out. You know, a question that I ask to my guests whenever I have a guest on is what is your dream day look like from sunup to sundown, from when you wake up to when you go to bed? What does that look like? And the reason why I ask it is because whenever we whenever we reflect on our perfect day, there's always things when you say, and then I and then I I I, 
I ask, you know, are you living that right now? And when they say, no, I think I can make some changes, usually it doesn't involve money. Usually you can make those changes now. Like if you want to get a walk-in in the morning, yeah, my perfect day, I would walk in the morning and you're not walking now. Why? Um, if it's something like that you want to belong to a really high-end health club, like a Equinox or like a, I don't know what the high-end health clubs are, but um, Equinox is like one of them in LA. I think it's like $300 a month or, or some shit. <laughs> um if you couldn't afford that or if it didn't just it, if it didn't really make sense for you well there's other memberships that kind of give you the same feeling so like equinox has really big windows and there's like a lot of light that comes in and all that well there's also gyms here there's a certain LA fitness there's an LA fitness in Playa Vista that's brand new that has these really glass these really tall glass windows Let's a lot of light in. Yes, it's not Equinox. It doesn't have the same equipment or the locker rooms or the showers, but it really lets in that nice light, and it still kind of gives you that same vibe. And I think LA Fitness is like 35 bucks a month or something like that. So you're giving yourself those types of feelings, and you're not having to break the bank if it doesn't necessarily make sense. So how can you do the same with your present day investments for, for your present investment in you, right? Let's move on to future stuff. Future stuff is just as important, if not maybe more important. There's an argument there, but we'll, we'll talk about which is more important, right? I still think you need both. I think both is, is very important. Um, future self investments, education, taking a course, taking group coaching, a mastermind, um, getting involved in something where you're with like-minded people, reading books. I think I, I think I, I think I named them all. School, some type of schooling. Any kind of education is a future investment. You're investing in your future self because it's not necessarily going to give you results tomorrow, right? It might give you results six months down the road, five months down the road, a year down the road, two years down the road. So education. I throw the gym in. Again, that's another future investment and a present investment. Present day investment because working out gives you endorphins, makes you feel good, makes you feel energized, right? Fills up that energy cup, but also future investment because you're working on your, your, your body. Your body is going to thank you years down the road you're not going to have as many health problems you're not going to um, have different types of issues that could hinder you from being active in your 60s or whatever right this is this is obvious stuff here but needs to be said financial investments right financial yes you're not making money right now like <laughs> the way I, I think i talked about this in the last podcast i talked about the way i invest i am not an investing professional by any means right but the way i look at certain things is i i like certain companies i use when, when i use a company when i believe in a company company like apple like like companies that I absolutely love and use every day, those are the types of companies that I want to be a part of and I want to invest in. So whenever I have extra cash that I can lose, that if I were to lose that five grand or whatever, or 10 grand or whatever, it, it, I, I would be okay. It'd be fine. Yeah, it kind of sucked, but 
it would be okay. I'm still, my lifestyle wouldn't change, right? I take that money and I throw it into the investments that I want and I forget about it. It's in a different account. It's an investment account and that's it. And I don't, I don't, I don't, I'm not a day trader. I don't, <laughs> I don't trade. I don't make, um, I might, I might do some stuff with, with Bitcoin. That's a, that's a whole other can of worms in a conversation. Um, but for the most part, I just, I write it out when it dips, I buy more when it grows. Yay. That's great. And so far that's worked really, really well for me. So that's a financial investment that is going to pay off 20, 30, 40, 50 years down the road. You know, everybody should have a Roth IRA. If you're in the U S if you're a freelancer or an entrepreneur, like the very first thing that you should get is a Roth IRA. Are you maxing out that, uh, that, that account? Um, that's gonna, that's gonna be great for you when you turn 60 and you turn it into, you know, whatever you were able to put in and, and seeing it grow in the, in the, in the market, maybe you'll be able to take out an, a million and a half or over a million. That's a nice chunk of change for when it's time for you to, to retire. Probably don't want to just retire on that, but, um, it, it helps, right? These are fine. These are financial investments. Okay. Let's talk about work, your business. Your business is a future investment. This podcast that I'm creating right now, I'm treating it as a future investment. When I sit down for a project, the mindset that I have is that I am paying myself in the future, and this is going to make my life easier in the future. This is going to impact my life in the future. I'm going to be able to produce more revenue in the future. Right. If you were to, for example, start YouTube and only think about present day, you're going to quit. You just you're going to quit. But if you think about your future, this you're investing into your future because 200 videos later, then you start building a real big audience. That's going to help you big time if that's something that you're trying to do. So when I sit down for a project, whether I'm building training for a new course or a coaching program or whatever i go into it as i'm paying myself in the future because i'm going to do such a good job and these people are going to get such a great transformation and i'm going to be able to sell this thing time and time again because i really took the time and i built something that is unlike anything else that's the mindset that i have that's a future investment work related how can you sit down and develop and create that mindset for yourself where you're going to work at something and give it that time and that energy as if it's going to pay off, you know, five, 10 years down the road. That's, that's how I'm thinking. Right. So those are pro projects, not busy work. Busy work is bullshit. Busy work is you distracting yourself from what you really need to get done. Busy work is making yourself feeling, making yourself feel worthy that you deserve the success that you're being given. That's a big problem that I had. You you hustling and grinding and spending all-nighters, most of the time it's because you spent too much time on busy work just to make yourself feel good if you were to become successful, right? It's just, it all comes down to the hustle and grind culture all comes down to worthiness. That's it. Making yourself feel worthy enough to have it. And it's, it's a limiting belief because it, it doesn't have to be that way. Um, it's, 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 it's an insecurity almost. 
So not busy work, not the shit that doesn't really move the needle, not looking at to-do lists and apps and things like that that's going to help you. It's the stuff, the real that 5% of stuff that you really need to be doing and putting your time and energy into those things and treating it as an investment in the future. That's what you need to be doing. And then the last thing, last example I'll give you is, is outsourcing, right? And, and we were already just, we just talked about it. You're, 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 you're investing in your future self, right? Initially, it's going to take up more time. You, you got to train the person that you're bringing on. You got to, you got to communicate. You got to be a great leader. You got to be a great communicator and really take the time to show them, Hey, this is what I want done. This is the bar. This is the the level that I want it to, to be done. That takes that takes time, right? That's that those two steps backward, but think about a year down the road when they're just doing it and you don't, you've, you've let go, right? You've let, for, for example, my podcast editor, I don't have to look at it anymore because I know that he knows what I'm looking for. We've been working together long enough. I don't, yeah, I don't even have to, to look. It's just, it's done. I record, I upload it and I, and I wipe my hands from it and I know it's going to be done and it's going to be done at, at the level that needs to be done and, and it's going to be great. That's it. But it took a little bit of time to work on those uh, those initial steps so that he, that this person or that he knows exactly what I need. So that is the difference between a present day investing in the present you and investing in the future you. You need both. Both are so important. And I think a big problem, this is the last thing I'll say before I let you go, a big problem that I see is that people are focusing too much on the future you. And that was a big problem that I've had. And I guess it's it comes down to what works for you. But from what I see is that the biggest regret that people have is that they don't smell the roses while they're doing the damn thing, right? I, I want to become a level of success to show people that you can still smell the roses. You can still enjoy the journey to have this big sacrifice. I got to sacrifice my life, my relationships, my friendships. I have to sacrifice all fun and play and focus on this goal. That's all I can focus on. I don't know if that's possible. I mean, I don't know if you'll be able to produce uh, that piece of work or that business to the quality and the level that you want it without filling up your cup along the way. I don't think it's possible. I know people have done it, but every time I hear a success story and that, that person went through it, every time the regret is like, yeah, I wish I, I wish, um, you, yeah, I didn't, I didn't work that quickly into, it. I wish I, you know, enjoyed it a little bit more. You know, I wish I spent money doing this a little bit more. I wish I, you know, hung out with more people or whatever, right? That's always the regret. The the problem the biggest problem that I had with getting this apartment was I felt this intense feeling of like I'm a I'm a I'm an entrepreneur. I've got this startup. Like I shouldn't be spending money here. I should be putting it all into my business. And I should live in this little apartment, even though I feel claustrophobic with Wix and Nyla, my dog, and um, 
And it just didn't feel good. It didn't feel ele- and 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 just from a financial standpoint, this apartment is it's it's right where we need to be. It makes perfect sense. I'm not overdoing it in any way. And yet I still felt that way because there's this oh, this culture of like hustle and grind and put everything into your business and um, until you make it, then you can, you know, enjoy or, or whatever. And I just, I just think that's bullshit. So I'm trying to become that example for you guys that, Hey, you can, you can have both here. You can do it the right way. And that's what I'm going to continue promoting as I continue up leveling myself as well. And I'd lo- love to see you do the same. So ask yourself, maybe create a, a list for yourself. What are some present day investments that you can make to fill your cup up. And it doesn't have to be money spent. It could just be hanging out with friends more. You know, even me as as an introvert, I still have to hang with people. I still need to be surrounded by people because it gives me something that I lack. It it makes me motivated. Um, When I used to work with Nick, Nick Bear, and we would hang out and stuff, I would always feel so, I mean, obviously coming from him because he's just complete psycho (laughs) with his training and his business. Right. Um, but I would just feel so inspired and motivated and and you need that. So if you can be around those types of people that give you that feeling, um, that's huge. So it doesn't have to be actual money spent, but sometimes it does going out to eat with your friends, you know, getting a car that makes you feel good. If you're a car person, getting those pair of shoes, you know, Another thing you can do, like like something that I did, I went, we went out, Wix got me these new pair of glasses. I haven't gotten them yet because I have to, um, I have to get my prescription updated in order to uh, get the, the glasses. I'm going to anchor these glasses as the, as my, as my higher self, right? What that means is you can, you can literally use an object of some sort, when you put it on, when you wear it, whatever, you embody that thing. You attach that version of, of who you're trying to be with that object. And it can be very powerful. Give you Just to give you an example, I get more work done and higher quality work done when I wear my shoes. I don't know why that is because I've, well, I have, a, I have an idea, but I never truly anchored it like I'm going to with these glasses but I think it's because when I go to a coffee shop I'm not going to my bare feet obviously unless you're that type of person not that there's anything wrong with that but I'm always wearing these shoes and at a coffee shop I'm never distracted because you're there to work and I I'm just always very good about being productive so I felt when I wore my shoes in the in the house I had those same feelings. It was really strange. Um, I know there's books on this, but I haven't read them yet, so I can't really go into it. But I, I actually, I don't even know why I started talking about that. Oh, maybe that, I don't know. I, I forgot why I was going to talk about that. Hopefully you got what you needed from it. Maybe that made sense. Maybe it didn't. But anyways, I'm going to leave it there just to summarize really quick. Where, where are the decisions in your life where there's an opportunity cost of some sort? And what decision are you making? Are you, are you staying 
stuck by making the same decisions or are you willing to take a step backward to make those two steps forward or are you willing to bet on yourself right opportunity cost and and the last thing we talked about was making that investment in your present day self and your future day self and again that's another decision sometimes you know doesn't make sense to get the car Wait, wait to get the car. If, if it's not right for you to get the car, you're still a car person. Maybe you get an accessory within your car that makes it more elevated, that makes sense for you financially, that fills your cup up, makes you feel good. You know, maybe it's some type of, um, maybe you tune it or something. I don't know, whatever. Um, so that's what I have to say. Hopefully that helped. Make a list, write some of these investments and things that you can start making for yourself. Get inside Ready, Set, Launch. We're closing it in 48 hours or less. And I hope you have a great week. And I will see you guys soon. Oh, last thing. I'm going to be going live on Tuesday on Instagram at 1 p.m. Pacific Standard Time. So if you want to join me and get a question answered and be featured on the podcast, join me on that Instagram live because I'll be recording the podcast live. That's it. Have a great rest of your week. And I'll see you soon. Uh, Awkward hand movement. Peace. (laughs) 